Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be giving you my week six recap of all the late games in the NFL, as well as the Sunday night game and the Monday night game. I also will give you my waiver wire picks for the week. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, let's head to the late games in week six. Uh, Let's break that down. So starting with the Arizona Cardinals going to Cleveland, facing the Browns, and they end up winning that uh, 37 to 14. Uh, In that one, Kyler Murray pretty much doing Kyler Murray things this year. Um, He's really... uh, Really, really playing well. Um, He had uh, 30 pass attempts, 20 completions, 229 yards, and he had four touchdowns. Um, Was kind of held back as far as the run game goes. Uh, Seven rushes for only six yards and was sacked twice. But all in all, a very fine outing for Kyler Murray, who, again, is playing MVP football right now. So, uh He's 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 really in a zone, so uh, playing well. As far as the run game goes, um, I, I called it a timeshare, but it just seems like the arrow is pointing more towards James Conner at this point. Um, 16 rushes, 71 yards with a touchdown. He, uh, actually, no, he didn't have a touchdown. Um, my bad. Um, so, but he did have one catch, zero yards. So it, it seems like he's getting the lion's share of the carries. Um, Chase Edmonds, only, uh, four rushes for 46 yards, three catches for four yards on, um, and that's on four targets. So, um, Chase Edmonds is starting to fade a little bit, guys. Um, seems like they're hanging their hat on Connor now, um. What do you do with a Chase Edmonds? Um, I'm pretty sure you drafted him. He was about a mid-round, uh, maybe about f- uh, fourth or sixth-round pick. Um, what do you do? I mean, what do you do with a guy like that? Uh, maybe you can package him in hopes that somebody feels that um, you know his better days are ahead. But um, right now, it just seems like they're going more towards Connor. So um, in terms of the pass game, A.J. Green continuing his resurgent over there with the Cardinals. Uh, five catches for him, 79 yards and a touchdown. That's on six targets. And then you have Christian Kirk, who ha- uh, finally has a pretty good week here. Uh, five catches, 75 yards and a touchdown for him on eight targets. And then DeAndre Hopkins, who um, finally has a good game. Not the normal huge game that he usually has, but three catches, 55 uh, yards, and two touchdowns. And that was on four targets. So uh, slowly, slowly, uh, Nuke is coming around. So, uh, guys, you just got to be patient. Um, You know, he's not giving you the top five 
wide receiver numbers that you usually find. That's because simply because Kyler Murray is spreading the wealth. So, um, yeah. So, uh, if if you have stock in um in Hopkins right now, I guess you gotta hang tight. Um, that's the best I could tell you. Hang tight. Um, I don't know if you deal them at this point, but uh, uh, and again, also remember he has the injured ribs that he's still t- kind of recovering from. So I think um once their buy comes, uh maybe on the other side of that you'll see a better version of Hopkins there and then the rookie Rondale Moore three catches for him 16 yards on four targets for him moving on and then also remember the Cardinals for the Cardinals help is on the way um they're getting Zach Ertz um that they got in the deal with uh the Philadelphia Eagles so help is on the way I don't know if that helps or hurts Hopkins but we'll see um, in terms of the Browns, Baker Mayfield, he got injured in this one. 28 pass attempts, uh, 19 completions, 234 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, uh, rushed it three times for eight yards, but sacked five times, though. That, that's not what you want to see. Um, so uh, he injured his shoulder in this one. Uh, they're saying he's okay, he's fine, um, and they have a quick turnaround because they play on Thursday night, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Kareem Hunt, this game lined up for him to have um, you know, pretty good success. Um, 14 rushes, 66 yards, three catches for 12 yards, but he suffered a calf injury in this one, and now he's being put on the IR. So um, that means he's going to miss uh, a few weeks there. Uh, Nick Chubb, I don't think he'll be ready for this uh, game week seven on Thursday. So um, you might have to turn to a guy like Dearness Johnson, who in this game, uh, one rush for two yards, and then he had a catch for uh, seven yards. So. Um, I think he ends up being the uh, de facto RB1 just because the other two guys are gone. So I know a lot of people be running to the waiver wire to pick him up. I guess you can do worse at this point. Um, I'm sure um, that the Cleveland uh, Browns will also deploy another running back, perhaps Demetric Felton, he's more of a gadget guy. Um, he saw uh, actually two passes for 14 yards. So, yeah, so I think I think they're going to end up deploying two guys. So, um, so I'm sure on the waiver wire, especially with this being week seven, this is going to be a thin week, guys. A lot of teams are on buys, so... Uh, you might be desperate enough to get one of these guys. So, in terms of the pass game, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, four catches for him, 101 yards, and two touchdowns. That was on five targets. So, very solid game for him. Um, Odell Beckham Jr., five catches for him, uh, 79 yards. That's on eight targets. So, Beckham is seeing the targets. It's just the fact of, uh, you know, him and... Uh, Baker connecting better. Um, 
Uh, Anthony Schwartz, two catches for him, 11 yards on three targets. And then your two tight ends, David Njoku, um, Austin Hooper, one catch for six yards on two targets. Hooper, one catch for four yards on three targets. So right now the tight end situation is a dumpster fire. So I don't know if if you have any of these guys at this point, I think you kind of throw up your hands. So anyhow, so so for... Next week, like I said, Cleveland, they'll, they'll host the Denver Broncos, so um, at least they'll be the host team there. But the Broncos, that'll be a tough game for them. And then for Arizona, they host the Houston Texans. Um, in Daily Fantasy, you'll want to fire up each and every Cardinal for that one. <laughs> That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, so that's that game. Now, in terms, moving on to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, they had quite a tumultuous week. Um, they go to Denver and they get the win in Denver, thirty-four to twenty-four. I actually thought they would be kind of a uh, punch drunk after the week they had with John Gruden and those emails that got released. Um, so he had to step down. From um, from being the head coach, so I really thought they'd take a punch in the gut this week. But um, to go on the road and win at Denver, that says something. Um, terms of the quarterback, Derek Carr, um, playing pretty solid football all in all. Um, Twenty-seven pass attempts, eighteen completions. 341 yards on two with two touchdowns and he was sacked twice in this one uh he remember he had the hot start he kind of cooled off a bit seemed like he's back to hot again so um i don't know if it's the coaching change that's doing that so uh we'll see what happens there in terms of the run game um josh jacobs is back uh he had 16 rushes in this one for 53 yards in the touchdown, and then he had one catch for 29 yards. So very solid game for him. Uh, looks like he's taking over that back backfield. And then Kenyon Drake, uh, four rushes for him, 34 yards in a touchdown, and then also he had two catches for 39 yards in the touchdown. So it looks like it's kind of a time timeshare. Um, and seems like this week both guys got off, so that's a good thing. So, um, yeah, so if you have uh, any stake in either of these guys, you're a happy camper right now. Um, in terms of the wide receivers, uh, Henry Ruggs III had a fine game, three catches, 97 yards, and a touchdown on four targets. That's always good to see. Uh, Brian Edwards. Two catches for him, 67 yards on four targets. Uh, Darren Waller um, still hasn't given you the monster game just yet, even with um, Derek Carr's uh, success, except for week one, of course, when he went absolutely nuts. Um, but Darren Waller, for the most part, has been quiet um, with the five catches, 59 yards on five targets. And then uh, Hunter Renfro, was to also targeted five times, three catches for him, 
36 yards. So, um, so again, it looks like the pecking order is Waller, uh, Renfro, and um, it can be either between Ruggs and Edwards. But um, right now, uh, Carr is making a few of those guys viable. So uh, you definitely like to see that. In terms of the uh, Denver Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater, solid game for the most part. 49 pass attempts, 35 completions. 334 yards, three touchdowns, but three interceptions. And then he was sacked five times. You don't want to do that to a Teddy Bridgewater, expose him like that. Um, They need to shore up uh, his protection, that's for sure. Uh, Especially on a short week uh, facing the Cleveland Browns, who can be tough on quarterbacks. So uh, they need to uh, get that right. In terms of the run game, it's still a split, guys. No two ways about it. Javante Williams, 11 rushes, 53 yards, and three catches for 15 yards. Melvin Gordon, 10 rushes for him, 50 yards, uh, three catches, 23 yards. So uh, it looks like it's even split down the middle for the most part, guys. Um, That's just the way it is. I tell you week after week that's what you uh what you'll see and what you'll expect so that's it is what it is in terms of the past game Noah Font had a fine game uh nine catches for 97 yards with a touchdown he was targeted 11 times um the second most to Cortland Sutton who was targeted 14 times eight catches for 94 yards and a touchdown. So it looked like uh, Bridgewater had eyes for these guys, that's for sure. And then Tim Patrick uh, targeted six times, three catches, 42 yards with the touchdown. And then also Kendall uh, Hinton, five catches for him, 37 yards. So um, you definitely don't want Teddy Bridgewater throwing it around that much. You want to definitely lower that, um, maybe get the the run more involved. But, um, yeah, so because you don't want to expose uh, Bridgewater to hits and mistakes like the three interceptions. So, um, so and then for Denver, as I mentioned, uh, they have the short week going to Cleveland facing the Browns. And then for the Raiders, um, they host the Philadelphia Eagles. So maybe this coaching change might give the Raiders a shot in the arm here. So we'll see how they do next week against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Moving on to Dallas beating the New England Patriots, going up to to Foxborough and beating the Patriots 35-29 uh, in overtime with Dask. Prescott throwing the winning touchdown to C.D. Lamb. So, uh, speaking of Prescott, Prescott, fine game. Uh, 51 pass attempts, 36 completions, 445 yards, uh, three touchdowns, one interception. Rushed it three times for 10 yards. He wasn't sacked in this one. So, definitely if you got um, Prescott going back, that many times you definitely want to keep him clean you want to make sure uh you know he's uh 
upright, and they did just that, the offensive line. So you got to give them credit for that. In terms of the run game, Ezekiel Elliott, still the man, still getting it done. 17 rushes, 69 yards, and then he had seven catches for 50 yards, and he was targeted nine times. So definitely what you want to see, the the type of volume, that's what you want to see from uh, Ezekiel Elliott. You'll take that any day of the week. And then Tony Pollard, 10 rushes for him, for 41 yards, and then three catches for 22 yards on three targets. So Tony Pollard is still getting the work. So um, definitely um, definitely somebody who's flex-worthy depending on the matchup, that's for sure. In terms of the passing game, C.D. Lamb, I had mentioned him. Uh, overall, he had nine catches, 149 yards, and two touchdowns, including that game winner, obviously, uh, on 11 targets. So C.D. Lamb needed a game like this. He has... He has um, kind of meandered the past few weeks, but um, C.D. Lamb, uh, guys who have shares in him will be happy with this. Uh, Dalton Schultz, um, still heavily targeted from the tight end position, five catches, 79 yards. Um, That's on six targets. And then Amari Cooper targeted eight times, five catches, 55 yards for him. Then you involve guys like Noah Brown, two catches, 47 yards. Cedric Wilson, who's the third receiver, four catches, 42 yards on seven targets. And then Blake Jarwin, one catch for one yard, but he had the he had a touchdown on two targets. So he had the other touchdown there. So um, again, solid all around for the the Cowboys there. Uh, moving on to the Patriots, Mac Jones, um, kind of a Mac Jones type game, really. 21 pass attempts, 15 completions, 229 yards, uh, two passing touchdowns, one interception, sacked twice. So the kid is, you know, he's taking his lumps. He's, uh, you know, and the thing with, with it is he... They haven't really been blown out, to be honest, uh, the Patriots. They've hung hung in there. Um, uh, the record doesn't say so. It's two and four, but um, still, the kid has, uh, you know, done all he can to keep the ship afloat. So a uh, few breaks here and there, uh, the record could be different. In terms of the run game, Damian Harris, who was banged up all week long, he ended up getting the start. He ended up playing well. Uh, 16 rushes, 101 yards with the touchdown, uh, one catch for seven yards. So you definitely take that. Uh, I think the window has probably shut on dealing um, Damian Harris. I knew he was amongst, well, I I didn't broadcast my value picks, but he was definitely one of them. I, I felt this was the right time to play him playing against that Dallas defense. And then um, his backup, Ramondre Stevenson. Um, We have a Ramondre Stevenson sighting. uh, Five rushes, 23 yards with a touchdown. And then he had three catches for uh, 39 yards. So perhaps Stevenson ends up being that third down back for them with uh, James White out for the year. So um, 
So you may want to start uh, thinking about the waiver wire and grabbing this guy. So um, I'll talk about the waiver wire in, in a little little bit. Uh, as far as the receivers go, uh, Kendrick Bourne, one catch, 75 yards, and the touchdown. That was on two targets. Jacoby Myers continues to be the heavily targeted receiver there. Five catches, 44 yards on six targets. Nelson Aguilar, only one catch for 27 yards on three targets. And then you have Hunter Henry, uh, two catches, 25 yards with the touchdown. And then John Smith, uh, one catch, nine yards, and that's on two targets. So um, it just was a matchup not conducive to a lot of uh, passing volume from Mac Jones. Uh, coming up for them, though, uh, they host the New York Jets. So I would definitely say uh, definitely fire up. Um, probably Mac Jones is a streaming quarterback uh, this coming week if you're if you want to go that route. So um, going up against the Jets. And then for Dallas, they have a bye. So uh, you you uh, don't forget, guys, to sit your the your Ezekiel Elliott's, your Dak Prescott's, your uh, C.D. Lands, Amari Coopers, and so forth. So, all right. So uh, let's move on to Pittsburgh, the Sunday nighter. Um, they go up to, well, actually Seattle comes to them. And uh, Sunday night, and Pittsburgh gets the win. Um 23 to 20 in overtime, another overtime game um, where they kicked the field goal in overtime. Uh, turns of Pittsburgh, Big Ben, 40 pass attempts, 29 completions, 229 yards with a passing touchdown, was sacked once, and he lost a fumble in this one. So Big Ben, yeah, um, you know, the – Still the rumblings about his arm and so forth. So, uh, you know, this is this is who Big Ben is at this point. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is with that, guys. In terms of the run game, Najee Harris, seeing the volume, you'd love to see this. 24 rushes, 81 yards. Also, six catches for 46 yards and a touchdown on seven targets. So, uh, you're definitely a happy camper um, as far as Najee goes. Um, he's he's getting to work, guys. He's getting to work. That's all you can ask of uh, a running back that you drafted, that he's getting to work. He is getting the work. Uh, his backup, Colin uh, Ballage, two rushes for him, 15 yards. So, moving on to the receivers, uh Deontay Johnson continues to be Big Ben's favorite, uh, targeted 13 times, nine catches for 71 yards. He also ran it, uh, had a rush for 25 yards as well in this. So um, he continues to be Big Ben's uh, security blanket. So Uh, Pat Fryer move, um, seven catches for him for uh, 58 yards, and that's on seven targets. So uh, it seemed like Big Ben is favoring both of these guys here. Um, 
Ray Ray McLeod for him two catches, eighteen yards on two cat on two targets, and then Chase Claypool, who you know, um, yeah, if you drafted him, you you're you're sitting on pins and needles right now. Two catches, seventeen yards, and that was on seven pass attempts. So it seems Big Ben was trying to hit him, hit him long probably, but to no avail. So. Moving on to the Seattle Seahawks. Remember, they're without um, Russell Wilson. He'll be gone until week 10. So you got to ride with Geno Smith. Geno Smith, well, he wasn't horrible. 32 pass attempts, uh, 23 completions, 209 yards, and one touchdown. He lost a fumble in this one, was sacked five times, so... Definitely got to protect him better, that offensive line. In terms of the run game, um, remember there was no uh, Chris Carson. He's out um, on IR as well. So Alex Collins, 20 rushes, 101 yards with a touchdown. And he caught one pass for minus three yards. So um, also you saw guys like Travis Homer getting some work, two rushes, 27 yards, and then one catch, 27 yards. DJ Dallas, four rushes for 17 yards, and he also had five catches for 33 yards on six attempts. So the good news is Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny is coming back from the IR, so help is on the way. Um, So... It'll be interesting to see how Alex Collins is used now that uh, Penny will be, um, you know, back healthy. So that'll be interesting to see. In terms of the pass game, uh, DK Metcalf, six catches, 58 yards on seven seven targets. Then you had um, Gerald Everett, two catches, 40 yards. On three targets, uh, Tyler Lockett seemed like he's going into the deep freeze now. Two catches, 35 yards on seven targets. So he's seeing as much targets as Metcalf. It's just that him and Smith is misfiring. And then Will Disley, two catches for eight yards, and he had the lone touchdown there. So For Seattle, they host the New Orleans Saints, who's coming off their bye uh, for the Monday night game. And then Pittsburgh, they're on a bye. So uh, Najee Harris, make sure you sit him down. So anyhow, let's move on to the Monday nighter, which was a uh, pretty good game. Uh, Tennessee coming out with the win. Um, Derrick Henry getting the go-ahead touchdown in this one, 34-31. to 31. So... Uh, let's start with Tannehill. Tannehill, not a great game by any means. Uh, 29 pass attempts, 18 completions, 216 yards with an interception. He wasn't sacked in this one. So he's pretty much had the protection. He just um, couldn't get it done. So in terms of the run game, I mean, is there any other person to talk about but Derrick Henry? 20 rushes, 143 yards, and three touchdowns, including that go-ahead touchdown. 
And he also had two catches for 13 yards on three targets. Let me say this. From now on, guys, let's let let us be honest with ourselves. Derrick Henry is the best running back in football. Is is I shouldn't have to make this declaration, but uh, it is what it is. He in your future drafts, um, he should be the first running back coming off the board. Enough with this Christian McCaffrey nonsense. He just gets too banged up. The past two seasons, he's been banged up. Uh, Dalvin Cook, who I like, he's another guy who gets banged up a lot as well. Derrick Henry is like a Timex. He just keeps going and going and going. He should be the first running back off the board in future drafts. I don't care if it's PPR, standard, he should be the first running back off the board. He is just that good. Um, and add to the fact he's starting to get somewhat involved in the past game. So enough of this foolishness with McCafferty and Cook and even Kamara, you want to bring him up. Derrick Henry is the best running back and should be number one coming off the board in future drafts, at least these next few seasons, if, uh, if everything holds up. Um, moving on to the, now I'm done ranting, moving on to the passing game. Uh, A.J. Brown looks like he's uh, got his health back there. Um, nine uh, targets, seven uh, completions, 91 yards. Uh, so it seems like he's back in full tilt. Um, Julio Jones, three catches for him, 59 yards on five targets. And then you have your third receiver, Nick Westbrook, Ikhine, uh, three catches for 27 yards in the tight end, uh, Anthony Fixter, uh, one catch for 11 yards. So. Moving on to Buffalo, Josh Allen, solid game, um, 47 pass attempts, 35 completions, 353 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He ran it nine times for 26 yards and was sacked three times. So, you know, Josh Allen did all he can do in this one, you know, uh, very solid game, very solid. Um, in terms of the run game, not much help here. Uh, Devin Singletary, five catches, I mean, not, five rushes for 27 yards, five catches for 16 yards on five uh, targets. And then Zach Moss, um, just the eight rushes for 24 yards and then two catches for 15 yards on five targets. So, not the greatest of weeks for the running backs. Um, still a timeshare, guys, so um, it is what it is in that regard. In terms of the passing attack, Emmanuel Sanders, five catches, 91 yards, and that's on eight targets. Um, Stefan Diggs finally has the breakout game that um, those with shares in him was waiting for. Uh, nine catches, 89 yards with a touchdown, and that's on 11 targets. Uh, Cole Beasley continues to be uh, the fly in the ointment. Seven catches, 88 yards with a touchdown on nine targets. And then Dawson Knox, who has been playing well, uh, three catches, 25 yards, but he hurt his hand on the two-point uh, conversion 
uh, for the Buffalo Bills. So they're saying it's a broken hand. He didn't play in the fourth quarter. So um, thankfully, thankfully for them, they're on a bye. But uh, we'll see how he is coming out of that bye. Um, so uh, not sure if you're going to hold on to Dawson Knox in the interim while they're on the bye. Uh, have to see what happens there. Um, next up for Buffalo, like I said, they're on a bye. So, um, remember to sit Josh Allen and, uh, the receivers there. Um, and then for Tennessee, they host the Kansas city chiefs and what should be a high scoring affair over there. Um, so definitely, uh, one to watch for in week seven. So guys, that's all the games for week six. Now to give you a few waiver wire uh, treats there um, for quarterbacks, definitely Tua Tagovailoa. Now that he's back, you definitely want uh, to have him in the fold. That's for sure. Um, definitely want to have him, uh, and then there because their next opponent is, if I'm looking at my sheets. They get Tampa Bay, so um, that should be, although they'll be tough on the run there, um, he'll be able to throw it in the air. So uh, definitely uh, someone to consider. And then remember, too, week seven, a lot of guys are out, so um, you could do a lot worse than Tagovailoa. Uh, Sam Darnold is a guy you want to think about as well. Um and then he gets this week uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, who's kind of generous to quarterbacks as well. So you definitely want to look at him. Uh, Matt Ryan coming off a bye. Uh, definitely somebody you want to get, especially if you lost um, a guy like Russell Wilson. Uh, you definitely want to grab Matt Ryan, who has a juicy matchup coming out of the out of the bye. So, um, face, uh, no, that's week four. So, yeah. So, Matt Ryan is definitely somebody you'll want to pick up. That's for sure. Coming out of the bye. So, um, definitely want to see him. Um, turns of the running backs, uh, Darnell Williams. It looks like he's getting the volume. Looked like he's the guy for Kansas City. Um, and then they, uh, they go up against Tennessee. So, uh, I'm sure he'll get the work there. Uh, Khalil Herbert is definitely another guy you want to consider for the, for the bears. Not sure of the status of Damian Williams at this point, you know, uh, David Montgomery is on the IR. So, um, definitely Herbert is a guy you definitely want to consider Chubba Hubbard. Um, you know that McCafferty is uh, going to miss some games there, so he's somebody you want to consider. Alex Collins, um, I understand Rach, Rashad Penny is uh, on his way back, but uh, if at worst it'll be a timeshare, so uh, it could work out for you there. Um, D. Ernest Johnson, we spoke about him. Uh, the fact that uh, Kareem Hunt is going to be sidelined for a few games. You're not sure about Nick Chubb yet. So um, 
it's a dark throw and it's a Thursday night game. So, uh, you know, if he puts up a stinker, you got to live with that. But uh, he's somebody to consider, especially this thin week uh, in terms of um, teams on the bye. So, and then Ramondre Stevenson, who's uh, starting to get that work over there as um, Damian Harris's backup. You want to consider him um, of the New England Patriots. In terms of the wide receivers, Christian Kirk, if someone threw him back on the waiver wire, you definitely want to think about picking him back up. Um, Jacoby Myers is another guy who's who's been a target monster for the Patriots. Um, he's the one who's seeing the volume there. Sterling Shepard, um, frustra- very frustrating guy to own, but um, a guy who... When he's there, he'll see the volume. So, um, you know, you, you could do a lot worse. Again, this is this is week seven. A lot of teams are sitting it out, so you definitely want to consider him. Nick Westbrook, Ikine, I just spoke about him. And then remember, they're facing the Chiefs, so uh, you're going to need all hands on deck for that one. Donovan Peoples-Jones, um, I think... He's another guy who's starting to kind of emerge there, uh, playing alongside um, Odell Beckham, who's getting a lot of the attention. So he's that frees up uh, Peoples Jones, and then uh, Kendrick Bourne, uh, also a guy with the Patriots. Uh, and remember too, the Patriots are playing the Jets, so you might want to fire get a, your uh, hands on some of those skill guys over there. So, and then at tight end, uh, I mentioned Ricky Seals Jones is a guy you definitely need to pick up. He's filling in for Logan Thomas and playing well. And then, you know, this is a desperation play, but this guy's been getting in the end zone lately. CJ Uzuma. Um, you definitely want to, if you're really thin at tight end, you want to consider him, um, especially given their matchup as well. So, uh, And then also, lastly, Zach Ertz, who was dealt to Arizona. He's is a guy. Um, he's more of a uh, pickup and stash just to see how he works out with, um, with the Cardinals. So... Um, Will they be used in the same way as Max Williams was, who, uh, who's going to be out for the year? So, all right, guys. So I'm going to wrap it up there, um, and then uh, next time you hear from me, I'll probably be breaking down that Thursday game on, on uh, for Week Seven and give you my value picks as well. So, guys, we're nearing. We're nearing the midway point. Uh, we're not quite there yet, but um, we're getting close, guys. So, all right. So that's it in a nutshell, guys. So I will talk to you later. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at 
That's sportsdogd at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.